Hello and welcome back to Maximum Sports. I am your host, Max Batillo. I'm your humble host, Max Batillo. Man, that you just never can predict what's going to happen in, in this league. It's crazy. You know, my Super Bowl pick is already out. I mean, obviously, you guys know I'm a big Seahawks fan. That was a big, disappointing loss, especially against a division opponent like that. And, hey, I picked the Super uh, Seahawks to go all the way. But, man, totally wrong on that one. And there were a bunch of surprises this weekend. And it's going to be fun to talk about. There's a lot to cover. Man, this league is just unpredictable. And we just got to try to sift through it, sift through the details and see where we come out. So let's get right to it. So let's get right into it with let's get the hard part out of the way. And that was definitely the Seahawks Rams game for me. I'm happy for Rams fans fans. Um, L.A. uh, still trying to get back to the Super Bowl and man I have a lot of respect for that that organization uh overcoming what most teams I mean they would implode with you know their quarterback getting hurt um their backup I think it's almost their third string because Blake Bortles is out I I don't know what happened to him but he was their backup for a long time um they had the third string guy and then he gets hurt he had to throw Goff back in there with a dislocated thumb. He just had surgery on it, and they were able to make enough plays. And, I mean, they, they've they got the number one defense in the league, and it's amazing how that can propel you, how that can carry you, even as much offensive as this league is now. They are just dominant up front, and – they have built they've always built their team to beat the Seahawks that's just how the division's been shaped these teams that play the Seahawks know they have to be big up front on the defensive line and the Rams have the best de- defensive lineman probably ever and Aaron Donald has just destroyed the Seahawks ever since he's arrived in the league and so then you add Leonard Floyd who is a perfect Russell Wilson defender because a lot of guys can get to Russell, but Russell can escape them with his speed and his quickness. But Leonard Floyd's a guy and Aaron Donald that you just can't outrun them. They're just as good an athlete as Russell Wilson is. So they're quick. I even saw, you know, Russell tried to fake out Leonard Floyd and the guy's just so long and athletic that it doesn't matter. And it was telling for a lot of reasons this game. You think about teams and in the first round, especially this is for divisional matchups. It's really, you could just flip a coin. You know, when we saw that we'll talk about the Browns and Steelers later, and I'm sure we're going to see it with Tampa and the saints. It, it makes it that much less predictable because these teams know each other so well they play at least twice a year every year and this year it was the third meeting and the team split 
each game coming down to the wire and the Seahawks just totally bottled up their offense sputtered uh, at the end of the year. They lost their identity because they tried to shift things around a lot towards the second half of the season. And, you know, I have always said I prefer a more run-heavy approach, ball control, defense. But if you're going to start the season off throwing the ball over the field and then shift down back to a run game, which I think was the right move, I just think they should have done it from day one. And the Seahawks were explosive in the beginning of the season. And I think it was about the time they played the Vikings. I think it was around week six, five or six. And Mike Zimmer, great defensive mind, great defensive um, coach. He played the two deep safeties. And you could see right then that the Seahawks couldn't threaten with the deep ball as effectively. And they were so accustomed to being able to shoot, to lock it and DK deep. That opened everything else up. And they were too reliant on that, too reliant on Russell going deep, having time to throw. That too deep safety look took that away. What do you do? You got to adjust. Got to make adjustments. And what helps get those two safeties out of their deep coverage? You run the ball. If you run the ball, they have to put those safeties back in the box to support the run, uh, run defense. So if you're able to run the ball successfully, shoot. And the Seahawks were decent. They weren't a terrible running team. Got Chris Carson, Carlos Hyde. They were threatening that, and that's why they, you know, they were a 12 and 14. They were a very successful season, but it slowed down. The defense played much better, so they didn't need to score as much. So it was okay, but you could see that if you take away that deep shot and then you take away the run, which basically the number one defense in the league should be able to do, that's what the Rams did. They sacked Russell Wilson a bunch. It's just a bad matchup for the Seahawks. So what do we take from that? Well, Russell Wilson even. I always considered him probably the number two quarterback in the NFL. But now, you know, are there question marks? You know, is he, can he see the field well enough when he is under pressure? In the past, he was fast enough to get away and that created throwing lanes. I don't know if he has that same explosive speed. So if your coordinator isn't getting guys open, and I say coordinator because the offensive coordinator, he's got to get guys open. I know, you know, I heard Kyle Shanahan say before that if a guy's not open on their first read, he blames himself. So you are scheming guys to be open. You can watch Sean Payton, Andy Reid, even Sean McVay's offenses. And even with Goff as hobble as he was, they found a way because of their play calling against the Seahawks defense, they found a way to get guys open. And they were open. And the Seahawks weren't able to have, it seems like the Seahawks receivers were never open. And yes, the Rams have good coverage. They have good pressure. But when your offense, it seems kind of basic. 
and Russell drops back. He throws a pick six. And really, if you throw a pick six in the playoffs, even if you have a turnover, let alone a pick six, you're probably not going to win in the playoffs. The regular season, maybe you can get away with it against a bad team, but these are playoff teams. Throw a pick six, you're done. It's basically simple, you know? So you look at what we talked about last week, especially with the Seahawks, was third down, right? And so the Seahawks converted a first down on two of their 14 third downs. Two of 14. Now, Russell Wilson is one of my favorite players ever, but if you're a top-paid quarterback, I know it always comes back to money, but this is how the money is allocated. You got to be doing better than that on third down. It wasn't just this game. It was all season. That's where the quarterback has to make his money. You can look at these other games, these other teams, younger quarterbacks. Yes, they're a lot cheaper. They're much better on third down. Green Bay Packers, the Saints, Tampa Bay. These guys are much better on third down. So the Seahawks have a lot of work to do in the offseason. They extended John Schneider. I think he's the best GM in the NFL. They have the longest streak of nine seasons in a row of winning record. And that's no small accomplishment. So the Seahawks, they're going to be there. They're always going to be there. It's just a matter, can they get good enough to get over the hump and really be a Super Bowl contending team? The Rams, now it's on to Green Bay. I am concerned that Aaron Donald got hurt. I think he hurt some rib cartilage. He's the type of guy I think he's going to be able to tough it out probably. He's such a great player. If he's hurt, even limited, it's a completely different defense that Aaron Rodgers will be able to face. So depending on how Aaron Donald looks, if he's off the field a lot, you know, I mean, they triple team this guy. So you can see that how much that affects. It frees up everyone else on their defensive line. Michael Brockers, Leonard Floyd. If Aaron Donald's hobbled, it's different. They, Jalen Ramsey's been tremendous. I think that guy's worth every penny. I mean, he's making like $20 million a year as a corner. But a corner is a, t- is a position on this show that we do prioritize. If you've got a corner like that, pay him. I don't mind that at all. I'd rather have a corner like that than any wide receiver. So, you know, Jalen Ramsey, he he just makes key plays. I mean, what an athlete, what a competitor. That Rams defense has carried them. It's a fun thing to see. Um, even though they're the Seahawks rival, I like the Rams. I mean, Jared Goff, I, I wouldn't have paid him so much, but man, the guy toughed it out. Definitely respect him, you know. Um, we kind of dog on him a lot, but man, he he went out there and won a playoff game with a dislocated, surgically repaired thumb on his throwing hand. So, I mean, that was incredible. And, uh, you know, respect to the, to the Rams. That was, uh, pretty impressive and we'll see how they do against green Bay. It's going to be a challenge. See if their defense can play as well as it, as it has, um, you know, on to the other shocker, you know, we talk about uh, divisional games. 
and how well teams know each other. I mean, the Browns and Steelers, they played each other just last week. And yeah, Big Ben rested in that game. Big Ben came out, quote, fresh in this game. And it was 28-0 Browns. I mean, man, now that that's different from the Seahawks embarrassment. You go down 28-0 to the Browns, that's embarrassing. And the Steelers have only lost to the Browns like four times in the last like 50 years. And to go and get shellacked in the playoffs by that team is just, man, times are changing. And if, if I'm the Steelers, it's time to change off Big Ben. I mean, the guy's a dinosaur. He doesn't inspire confidence in his team. You can see it on the field. You can see when the Ravens take the field, when the Bills take the field, when the Chiefs take the field, even Tampa with Brady and Breeze. These guys inspire their teams. They know they're never out of it. They know their quarterback is electric, brings the energy. You look at Big Ben over there, you, you know, what, what's he the leader of? You know, drinking drinking a six pack after the game. That's what it looks like. He looks like a, a, a softball dad out there, like some, you know, beer league team, you know? And so it's just, it's not inspiring to see him. And, you know, Baker Mayfield, he goes out there slinging it around their running game, pushing them around. And man, the Steelers, they, they're going to have to fix a lot in this offseason um they had a promising beginning of the season was it a surprise yeah i mean i picked the steelers to win uh i was wrong and but is it a surprise well we said the steelers were phony you know even when they were 11 and 0 we said they were the worst 11 and 0 team we've ever seen and a early exit not that surprising another thing is these home field advantages I can almost guarantee if the Rams had to come in to Lumen Field, what it's called now, in Seattle, it would have been a different story if the crowd was there. So home field, it's not really a big deal now. Uh, and it wasn't it wasn't a factor. It could have been a different game if the Steelers had that home field advantage. But like I said, those matchups, you can kind of throw those games out the window and just see what happens because anything can happen when teams know, know each other that much. Um, they know all their schemes, all their tricks, and you can really, really just, uh, flip a coin on those, on those divisional games. And so, you know, game of the week for me is definitely going to be the bills, and the Ravens, I mean, two young quarterbacks, both on rookie contracts, but not for long. I think they were both in the same draft. And Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson face each other. Lamar Jackson got his first playoff win, and it, it was a, a grinding game. But the Ravens, they're so unique with their run game, and the Bills are just torching everybody with their offense. And so it's just going to be those two dueling it out in 
somewhat different ways. You know, Josh Allen's a little bit better passer. He's got a huge arm. But I'll tell you, Lamar Jackson, he is just the fastest player I've seen in a long time. I mean, Michael Vick was fast, but this guy and the way they run him is so much more aggressive than anything Michael Vick ever did. They're running plays with him just like a running back. And he's so much faster than everybody else out there. You just don't know what's going to happen on every play. And, man, it's fun to watch. And Josh Allen, he's also super mobile. I mean, those guys, you're just never out of it with them, it seems like. They can make, you know, you just have to get three and a half yards of play to get first downs. And with that kind of speed at quarterback, uh, it's just, you just can't imagine them not getting first downs. And so it's just a matter of who's going to make the mistakes, who's going to have mental errors. Because physically, these guys are unstoppable. And we'll talk about this in the offseason on decisions, on who to pay. And my theory, well, you know, I, I wouldn't pay many quarterbacks because their teams start to break down. These guys are so good and their game is elevating so much, they might break into that I might keep one or both of these guys. That's how I'm leaning right now. But it does matter what you do in the playoffs. It does matter how you compete. Can you carry a team where not everything's perfect because that's how it is when you get paid? Those questions we'll have to cover probably in the offseason to see how all this shakes out. But right now, I think Mahomes is almost the only guy I would pay. The rest of them, they could maybe take a little less and stay, or they can they can go and we'll go with the young guy because these young teams, they're, they're looking like the most competitive and don't forget that Mahomes this season, he's still on his rookie contract. Even though he got an extension, he's still very cheap because that extension starts next season. Uh, Baker Mayfield, he's on his rookie deal. Still, these teams are able to build great rosters because of their cheap quarterbacks. And, like we talked about with divisional matchups, you know, Tampa Bay, New Orleans, that's going to be an excellent game as well. I mean, a lot to look forward to in these games. I think it's going to be a coin toss, although I would lean towards the Saints. I just think they have a better roster overall, better players on defense, better secondary. Brady's going to be under pressure a lot. These two teams have played each other twice, and the Saints won both games. So in the playoffs, I, I got to go with Drew Brees and the Saints. I just think it's going to be a lot for Tom Brady to overcome in this game. And it's going to be interesting to see what Sean Payton has up his sleeve. He's one of the best play callers in the league, Alvin Kamara. The Saints are just a little too dynamic, but... These guys know each other well, both these teams. Tampa Bay could be getting better and better as the season goes on with more experience as a unit. Uh, So that could be a big factor. Um, Browns, Chiefs, I I still think the Chiefs are the best team in the league. I think they're going to come out and, and dominate the Browns. I think the Browns 
or a little bit of fool's gold. Stomping the Steelers was was unique, and it started off badly for the Steelers. Steelers came back a little bit, but I just think that Patrick Mahomes and and all their offense uh, offensive weapons will just torch the Browns. I'm pretty sure that might be the most predictable game. And so, you know, L.A. Green Bay, that'll be intriguing as long as Donald is at least. Even 80% of Aaron Donald is still a lot to handle with Jalen Ramsey out there against Devontae Adams. That will be a sweet matchup to watch and see how Aaron Rodgers does. If they can contain Donald Brockers and Floyd, it's going to be a, a grind, more grinding game than the Packers have had for a while. And the Packers have shown they can get pushed around sometimes. So, man, that'll be it's going to be fun to see all this stuff. Uh, play out and man it's uh gonna we're formulating kind of what we're gonna see in the off season see what we're learning and try to figure out what the best moves are for all the teams that their seasons are over and we're just gonna be covering the playoffs here for the next couple weeks on into the super bowl it's gonna be so much fun i hope you guys enjoy it and I will see you guys next week.